What radio, the music you want. With your host, Dee's Dan. Oh, behave. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, baby! (laughs) What's up, party people? It's Keys Dan with RadioWhat.com, DJLittleRock.com, coming to you live in a living color from the Radio What Studios. And this is my podcast, What Makes You Famous. It's an extension of the RadioWhat.com internet radio station that I've been running for quite some time. And if you need DJ services, where do you go? djlittlerock.com check availability get a free price quote and maybe you can have me at your next event today on the program keisha stevenson and joey fanstar now i've known joey fanstar for quite some time the first time we met was over at a karaoke show which is at the conway supper club which is now the rab the place i do on friday nights and uh, he rocked the house. I remember he did an 80s song. I can't remember exactly which one it was. I'll ask him about it maybe in, in the podcast and see if he remembers where we met. I'm sure he does. But he, what a showman. I mean, jumped off the stage. And there was a pretty good-sized stage at that place. Jumped off, just worked the crowd. It was good. It was good. And I, over the years, I've seen him progress in his in his career, he's been with a few bands, if I'm not mistaken, and I think he's got a band of his own. We'll ask him about that on the podcast and find out where he's at now. And then uh, Keisha Stevenson. Now, she's brand new in my life, and I'm very happy about that. And I know her and Joey got together, and they formed a uh, a, a creative relationship of sorts. They've got a new project, um, and I'm kind of excited to talk to them about that. It's nice when two creatives come together and form something new. So we got that to look forward to in the program. Uh, This week's shows, let's see. Oh, it's Saturday. So tonight, I'm at the Choctaw VFW in Choctaw, Arkansas, pretty close to Clinton. So if you're anywhere in the area and you're over 21, come on out to the Choctaw VFW. They got pool tables, big, gigantic dance floor, and a nice stage. And you get to share the stage with me. It's a video dance party, karaoke jam. Yeah, I said karaoke. You're the star of the show. They got a full bar as well. So come have some frosty beverages or just regular beverages, you know, room temperature, however you like it. Play some pool and uh, meet some people and sing some songs at the Choctaw VFW, Choctaw, Arkansas. I guess I could talk about shows I got next week. I know I got podcast after podcast after podcast. I get to talk to so many very cool and interesting people on this podcast. And a lot of them are on the phone and a lot of them are face to face, but oh, just just good stories and good people. And then uh, next Friday night, I'm at the Rab in Conway, Arkansas. They have the full bar and the I'm sure I'll talk to you a little bit more about the Rab. That's where I'm at usually on Friday nights from 8 p.m. until 1 in the a.m. Oh, yeah, the Choctaw show is 9 p.m. until 1. And then, uh, yeah, and then next Saturday I have a a wedding. I'm kind of stoked about that. I love weddings and uh, always fun, always fun, always a good time. Uh, People at their best times in their life, uh, you know, and and they're ready to come out and have have a good time and celebrate the happy couple. So, yes enjoy that so without further ado i think we need to go transport ourselves and visit up with joey fanstar and keisha stevenson transporting to joey and keisha now 
She's so, got the wrong world. angles. I love purple. Yeah, I've been ready for like five minutes now. <laughs> the little people. Just throw that anywhere. We got people to clean that. Can hear me good. Oh yeah, Joey Hello? Fanstar, Keisha Stevenson. Hey hey. Hello. <laughs> Sorry if I stay comfortable like this the whole time. You could stay in that position because you know here, hold on. you know when I have a when I do these podcasts with with men's they never ever go Facebook Live, but then I got a women's and she said, hey, we're gonna go Facebook Live. Now how did you put it, Keisha? What you mean? How, how did you put it when you said, I'm going to go a little bit, what was it? What was the term you used? And, and go live. I can't remember. You know, I said whatever. I it started with like a G, it. maybe. Get, get, I'm going to go get, get, G H E T T O. Oh, I don't want to be ghetto, but. Yes, yes. I guess I need an explanation of the terminology of what, how. Going Facebook Live is ghetto in this respect. Because we, we are in the library. And we're being kind of loud, loud in the library. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's. Okay, well, I, you know, full disclosure, uh, I was supposed to do this podcast at, at the house, but that's okay. I mean, it, it, it didn't work out that way. So then I called the library and I said, hey, do you have a room available? And yes, we're in the Faulkner County Library. I always got to give respect Whoop. whenever I do these here. At the library at and McKinney make sure library. reading yeah. is good. Fundamental. Ah, m- mental. Keyword on the mental. Mm-hmm. Perfect. All right. So, uh, yeah, uh, the yellow room is the, what I uh, reserved. And unfortunately, the yellow room is being used right now. So we have an hour to kill. So I figured let's go in this quiet little corner and make it not so quiet. Joey Fanstar, I've known you for a long time. What's up, Keys Dan? And I've wanted to get you on this podcast for a long time, whether you knew it or not. (laughs) You're a man about town. You're a local musician. um, And and, and I'm fascinated by you. The first time we met was at a karaoke show, and you rocked the house, man. You came up with an 80s tune. I don't even remember what it was. It was Pour Some Sugar on Me. Pour Some Sugar on Me. And you jumped off the stage and worked the crowd and then I said, "Man, are you a front man for a band?" And you're, you're, give give the people a little idea of who you are, Joey Fanstar. Uh, well, I am Joey Fanstar. Um, I'm a bass player first and foremost. Uh, it's always been my passion. I've been playing professionally since 2009. So I guess you met me probably it was 2014, somewhere around that. Had to be in that that area sometime yeah. between then and now. I got here in our to Arkansas in two thousand nine. So and so when you met me, I was playing with Aces Wild, doing a lot of uh, casino gigs, and since then I formed my own band. We do nineties and two thousands rock covers. We do pop and dance tunes from every decade from today all the way back to the late sixties, early seventies. So the difference between Aces Wild and the band that you're in now, what's the name of the band you're in now? The name of the band is Fanstar, and uh, it's just, Aces Wild was definitely heavily country and southern rock influenced, and we don't do much of that at all, but we do everything else. We do, you know, some heavier rock, some pop, hip-hop, some dance stuff. Uh, We even get pretty heavy from time to time. 
And and you're also in the writing and producing uh, as well. Is yes. is that something that you do? Yes. Because uh, it seems like like you have a, a nice young lady next to you. Maybe you yes. introduce her. Yeah, I've got my good friend uh, Keisha Stevenson with me, and uh, she contacted me through my band page and. Uh, needed to find someone to help her write a song she'd already got a really nice beat and she had written a verse for it so we got together sat down couldn't really come up with anything at first uh just listening to the beat but after reading what she had written and kind of bouncing that off my own lyrics i just kind of pen to papers the ideas started coming and we cracked out another verse and a chorus in like an hour, I think. Yes, and we have a, a title <laughs> until we actually let them record. That's right. <laughs> so, Keisha Stevenson, mm-hmm. welcome to the show. Tell me a little bit about you. Give the short bio of who you are. Well, I have always been a fan of music, but I never really just stepped out to do a song. And actually, this song, someone told me, they said, I bet you when I do a song this year, because you know, I'm usually under like the radar with I don't do music like that or anything mm-hmm. and so I contacted him I told him about it he was down for it and the song sounds lovely just lovely darling well there had to be a way that that just that didn't just magically appear you had to have been singing before that is that something that you've done from an early age or yeah I always sung under the radar under the radar yes alright you didn't bother your family or, or your friends or anybody with this or um a lot of people know I do music so I was writing music okay doing music but it was under the radar I didn't you know I didn't want to put anything out there so this is the first thing that I did ever just putting anything out there and I actually found someone awesome to do it with See, it's good to find a local musician. Now, are you from Arkansas? Earl, Arkansas. Earl, yeah. Arkansas. Earl. I heard Earl had to die. That's, yeah, population five and one Ooh, dog. Oh, no, you didn't. Mm-mm. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I heard it. <laughs> oh, sorry, people of Earl. I'm sure it's a nice town, but it, it sounds is. small. Is it, it is it tiny? It's a small town, okay. but it's still good. Don't do us. Okay. No, that's fine. Everybody, know everybody. Yeah, he gonna get beat up in the library. Uh-huh. No, everybody <laughs> got to stay in the same small town. That's right. Know? And, and right. even Conway, it's fifty thousand people, but it's still kind of a small town. Uh, somebody town. like Joey Fanstar is big in this town <laughs> for sure. Everybody knows Joey, and, and it doesn't take much to to get to know a lot of people. Yeah. You perform in a crowd, maybe two thousand. They're gonna tell. All 50,000. And you get on your, your Facebook here in, in Conway, and it's going to spread a little further out. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. So, Keisha Stevenson, you say under the radar, and I'm still, try, still trying to explore what under the radar means, uh, but you were writing. Mm-hmm. How, how many songs have you written? I wrote a lot of songs. I just never really did them. Like notebooks full? Mm-hmm. It, it, how, what's your writing style? Do you... Um, right on the computer or on well the, that's the no, thing I rap and I sing so I it could be either or mm-hmm. so it just all depends um, on what I'm doing and what I'm feeling and what, but it's usually that beat that catches me and this beat is what caught me where I was like I need who made the beat it was his name is Rev Riv, mm-hmm. hey, you can give shout outs to anybody. This is your podcast. Shout out, Riv. Yeah, that's <laughs> I, I, I want to make sure that everybody gets credited, everybody gets known, and if this podcast can help to launch anybody into a, a further 
out into the stratosphere, please, okay. let's do it. Absolutely. You know, I started this uh, shoot in March, and I'm well over a hundred talking to people all over the world. So people are listening all over the world, and I like that. Yeah. Oh, God. Joey Fanstar. Where did you get your start in music, and are you from Arkansas? Uh, I was born in Los Angeles County, um, but I've got pretty strong roots in Arkansas at this point. came out here when I was about seven. Um, just always been fascinated with music, uh, followed my father's footsteps. He's a bass player as well, and just did the school band thing and met a friend who played a mean guitar. Just He could shred at a very young age, like 12, and that made me really pursue the bass and just knew at about 16 or 17 that's what I was going to do for the rest of my life, is play music. That is fantastic. A lot of kids 16 or 17 don't know. Mm. A lot of kids 40 don't know. (laughs) And you know. Yeah. You're in there. You started in what band? Aces Wild, that was when I got my professional start in 2009 playing what you graduate uh, 2006 and, and right away right pretty game, much as soon as i could illegally drink a beer i was playing in bars so you say casinos there's not that many casinos in in arkansas I think no we, we always did the uh, tunica mississippi area primarily the fitzgerald's casino samstown casino hollywood places okay. like that i've heard of people doing the the fairs uh, and and even the malls, uh, with, <laughs> yeah. but the casino circuit. Right. How how is that? It, it's it, it's it, lucrative. Um, mm. So that's what's good, and they treat you right. They'll usually put you up and feed you. So uh, you take that into account. It, it pays really well. Um, also, like with Samstown, it's really nice because they have Roxy's Live, which is set kind of aside from the casino. You walk up some steps. You're in like a bar in an enclosed area with a dance floor and the stage is above the bar. It was just a really great atmosphere. I, mean, I just remember every time the band would set up before we even got started, you'd already have like 20 or 30 people like chanting our names and, and just ready to party all night with us. That is super to have a built-in crowd like yeah. that. Mm-hmm. And, and for people that are just starting out, check out the casino route. Uh, you know, I, I, somebody on the outside may think, well, maybe they just pay you in chips and hope that you gamble them away. <laughs> but no, you're saying that they put you up in a room, yeah. probably feed you a little bit. Mm-hmm. They treat you like you're yeah. a high roller gambler. A lot of times you're getting bands from out of state, so you really do have to take care of them if you want them to come back. If mm-hmm. you want that is nice. Perform well. Nice to hear. Good job, casinos. <laughs> and I hear we're having the possibility of a casino in the Russellville area. We're in Conway, Arkansas, and that's only uh, 45 minutes away. And I, I know I, I travel through Russellville, and they have a, a truck with a banner that's going through, hey, vote yes for the casino, vote yes. They have three trucks that I've seen, and they really want that casino oh, out yeah. there. Mm-hmm. So kind of excited about that, and that's another venue that you could play at. Absolutely. Joey Fanstar, possibly... <laughs> Keisha Stevenson. Yeah. Now, I noticed on your Facebook, you, you, you uh, broke it down to just Keisha. One name. Keish. One name for the... Uh, Keish? Keish? Yeah, it's just Keisha. But calling myself Keisha. Yeah, because Keisha, everyone always be like, what should we call you? LaKeisha or Keisha? I say, it doesn't matter. So the full name is LaKeisha? <laughs> yes, it's LaKeisha. Fantastic. I mean, some people uh, with Christopher go with Topher. And, That's right. You know, and I, I guess I'm Daniel. I could go with Neil. Neil. Yeah. Neil. I don't think I've ever gone with Neil. Dan. Ah, Dan. I know you're <laughs> Seth. 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 
Seth. Joseph. 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 I heard Joe. Now y'all making up stuff. We are. No. <laughs> Joseppe. Giuseppe. Giuseppe. No, it's Joe. If you're an Steve, Eve, Tony. <laughs> All right, Keisha Stevenson. Let's de- delve a little bit into you, okay. Keisha. One name deep. wonder. Yeah, let's dig deep. Let's go a little further. <laughs> uh, people want to hear stuff when okay. they're driving their trucks around or, or working out on their weights. Hopefully, they're not going to drop anything when you tell too many jokes or, or awesome. uh, drop bombshells, I guess. So, Keisha Stevenson, Earl, Arkansas. How was it growing up there? It was good. It's a small town. I grew up there. Um, my family is very family oriented, so they're planning something today. They want to do a barbecue, cook stuff. Um, my brother is my biggest supporter. <laughs> Good to have family. Good to have yes, family. That's um, nice. And overall, I mean, I was just a quiet kid that was just like always writing. Yes. And never really wanted to do anything with music. And everybody used to be like, Keisha, why don't you do some music? And I, I mean, I'm like, I don't know. So did you share any, any of that writing in school uh, with your teachers? Nope. No poetry, I'm guessing, because that starts... Nope. That's how you start with the songwriting. Well, we did like this poetry little contest in the fifth grade, and that was about it. But that's, I guess, that's something that I instilled in my daughter. Yes. Because now she's writing and she's not afraid to share her voice. That's good. So, Keisha, you're a mama. Yes, I am. Fantastic. Yes, of a published nine-year-old author. Wow. Oh, I did see a little sneak peek on that Mm -hmm. in your on your Facebook and. Yes, I've been stalking both of your Facebooks oh. for uh, for Joey for I a longer time, but but Keisha, <laughs> brand new, and stalking may be an inaccurate but totally accurate researching word. Yeah, following. Yeah, that, that's it. Sure. Oh, follow. That's right. That's what the kids are calling it these days. It's not stalking anymore. It's following, oh, which is uh, you know a much nicer way to stalk someone. Is you know mm-hmm. stalking implies uh, as if they don't want to be followed, but following implies maybe they do. Yeah, that's why there's a little follow button on there. Mm-hmm. You can turn, you can choose you to can turn, turn it off. right off. Yeah, yeah, that's my favorite thing. Unfollow this person, and sometimes you can just snooze them. Like I'm tired of your memes and whatnot. We're gonna snooze you for thirty days to see if I feel better in a week. You're schooling me. I didn't even know that there was that, oh, yeah. that such a thing. Cause snooze I, I, them. It's either unfriend or block. Mm-hmm. <laughs> me too. I you can stay no friends. Idea. You just don't have to look at their stuff. He's blocking people on Messenger. That's what he's doing. But then when they catch you IRL, hey, I learned that one. Uh, hey, did you see that post I made? Sure. Uh-huh, yeah, sure I did. So <laughs> I saw yours and the other 12,000 today. <laughs> <laughs> Can't remember them all. All right. So uh, do you you still have all that poetry? Do you still have all those, all those songs? Um, Actually, I don't know where they are. Oh, what happened? I don't know. You lost in the fire. I, no, it wasn't even the fire. I don't know what I, you know, because I moved a lot, so. Oh. I don't know. No, I understand that. I, I've put stuff in storage, and I've lost so many things over the years. Uh, albums, record albums after record albums. Not that I would, not that I really have anything to play them on, but, mm-hmm. you know, you lose things over the years, and, and I'm quite a bit older than, than both of you. Uh, but you graduated 2006. You graduated 2008. 2008. Whippersnappers, youngins. <laughs> what? Yes. Oh, I feel the old. future. The future looks bright for you. Very so you came up with this, and now you'll have one song to your credit, Keisha. And this song is is partially and maybe majorly because Joey Fanstar, you got together. 
and came up with this idea together. No, it's Joey and Keisha together. Joey, Joey and Keisha together. together. Now, together. What, what studio <laughs> is this that, that you have uh, that you can make, produce uh, records? The uh, you know, studio we them. worked at was Fret Monkey Records. Fret Monkey. Just shout out to up. you, Fret Monkey Records. Yeah. Like, he's talking shout out to everybody. Yeah. <laughs> the most progressive fingerstyle label in the world. They have uh, primarily a lot of artists in the fingerstyle guitar community. I think over 20 in multiple countries around the world. They've got an office in China. They're opening up an office in India. Um, it's run by Blake Goodwin. He's just an outstanding musician overall. He's in Columbia right now, uh, touring. I didn't realize Freight Monkey was so big. They do have a storefront in yeah, Conway. They just opened up that storefront on last Front month. Street. Yeah, right? on Front Street. It's it's the beginning of what I hope to see a, a huge revitalization of downtown Conway and kind of um, igniting it, making it really pop again with the nightlife. I'm hoping to see a lot of venues kind of move their way towards Front Street and downtown, kind of just make that come alive again. Well, King's Live is huge already. Yeah, King's are already doing it. Totally you got stoked about that place. JJ's. Old Chicago. Like old Chicago. I wish Old Chicago would open up even bigger Yeah, uh, the, the, with their um, with their thoughts on, on ideas there. As JJ's, when I first went in there, they said, oh, we'll never have a DJ here. We'll <laughs> never have karaoke mm, here. Yeah. And then Lumble. Tuesday nights, Brock mm. Fornes. Hanging out yeah. there with karaoke night, and it it opens more people like Keisha, who may not have a band. And I'm not even sure. You, do you play any instruments? I do not. I play the clarinet. You play the clarinet. See, so you you lie and you went. No, wait, I do play the clarinet. That's right. That is an instrument. You whip that thing out on stage, and people are going to flip out. I will you, not. Oh, please. Oh, my know. goodness. Just give us some clarinet. Because I need a lot of guitarists that started out on the trumpet or yeah, the trombone. That's right. Hey, where did you start out trumpet. in school? Trumpet. Yep. Right? And, and I, you know, I met, you know, Ryan um, Hinman, he started out on trumpet or trombone, and he's a fabulous guitarist in Palmer Studios. And, and it's amazing where that comes. And then you have a rock band or a pop band. If you pull out that trumpet, <laughs> you will blow minds. Yeah, yeah. Do you do that? Do you ever do I, that? I don't even know where my trumpet is. I think oh. it, it was. I think I ended up gifting it to someone who needed it more than I did. So. Okay, but do you think if you picked one up, you could still blow? Yeah, I think the amateur is is definitely weak, but you don't really lose it if you've got it from the start. I just I picked up the trumpet initially because it felt natural. It was just like, okay, I can make a sound with this. Yes, let's see what happens. Well, I mean, I guess, do you have a drum? Uh, do they have a drum in, in, in that stage of the, the game? What what year? I mean, what grade were, were you in when Sixth you picked up grade. the trumpet? So they had, like, um, your basic, like, snare drum and your quads and your cymbals. Uh, but they didn't offer, like, trap set, yes. like, full kit until later on, I think. So Joey picked up the, the trumpet. Marching trumpet. band at that time? Marching band, yeah. Um, that's actually where I drew the line. I just wasn't a big fan of the marching. So I dropped out for a year and then came back in orchestra. Why no marching, Joey fan star? Just not for me. Oh, you know? Okay. I think I think marching band is is a very competitive and engaging art form in and of itself. But to me it's just it's too too uh, I guess, militaristic, 
Okay. For lack of a better term, and I just that's just not my style whatsoever. Well, I, but, I know they have those military uniforms, oh, yeah. and, and I didn't realize that maybe that was a, a part of the game. Mm-hmm. Is, is there's a drum major? Oh yeah, and it is very structured in very that respect. So. so yeah, if somebody doesn't want to take a lot of orders, <laughs> like me, you, you, you may want to steer away from that. But you still kept your your musical talents and your musical chops in the background. Now, Keisha Stevenson, clarinet. Where did that start? In marching band. Marching band. Yes. What are your views on the marching band? It was fun. Okay. It was okay. It's good to have <laughs> no, it's, it's good to have opposite ideas. I just used to be doing it in the seventh and eighth grade, just to have something to do. Yeah. And did you do a lot of football games and basketball games uh, and all that stuff? Have we ever? I think we have. What did I you march in? I don't know what we did. I think we did do a couple of games. Mm-hmm. Marching those cool formations to make little shapes on the yeah, on the we field. Did, we did parades. Okay. This is so long ago. Oh, You're, it's not that long ago. It's not. It's just yes, it eleven is. years ago. My goodness, that's, that's beautiful. I that feel old. You're so young. I'm fifty. My okay. bones are class of 1986 rules, Ooh, baby. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, I want to be hyper like you when I grow up. Oh, it's fantastic. And, and you know, <laughs> I used to hide my age when I was a younger man, and I would be very vain about it. Mm. And, and now, when I turned fifty, it was like. Celebrate. Yeah. I'm 50. Mm-hmm. I can kick and stretch and kick. <laughs> I'm 50. And, you know, so clarinet, and did you keep that through? Uh, I did not. School? I did not. And I, I asked my little girl, like, did you, do you want to play the clarinet or something? She didn't, so I had trashed it. So I didn't do like he did and gave me. Okay, well, hey, tr- if you're done with your instruments, uh, donate them. There's plenty of places that can donate them. Take them to your local uh, guitar shop. I'm sure they could figure out what to do with it. Uh, I, in fact, I think I have some some DJ equipment, speakers, and stuff that I need to take over to Palmer and and see if they can uh, repair it and maybe sell it or mm-hmm. give it to give it to people that can use it. So mm-hmm. That's uh, you true. know, and I have I have guitars, man, that I do not know how to play. I have a keyboard that I do <laughs> well, not know how to play. Yes, I need maybe two or three chords, and I'm fascinated by people that can play guitar. Now, you were talking about. A, a finger style versus what? Um, just your traditional acoustic playing or classical style guitar. Um, finger style kind of encompasses all of it and it uses a lot of percussive elements. Yeah. So that's kind of how Fret Monkey got their start. And then Blake's also a brilliant engineer and producer and he got Andy Wallace on board um, with Fret Monkey and he's a great asset for them to have. That's actually who we worked with, is Andy Wallace. And I mean, just from start to finish, we just basically we gave him the beat, he plugged it into Pro Tools, we did a couple takes in the booth between the two of us, and he sat and mixed and mastered it right there in-house. The whole thing probably took maybe three or four hour stops. So uh, Blake Goodson and... Blake Goodwin. Blake Goodwin and... Andy Wallace. Andy Wallace. Are they local Conway? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Blake is... Conway, and I, I don't know for sure on Andy. I want to say he worked in Nashville for a bit, but I'm not sure where he's from. That's cool. It's good to have them here in town. I, I know we have some studios, and I think I've done some parties over at Greenwood Studios, and it's nice to have that here because all it takes is one nationally recognized thing to come out of there. Even if, you know, say somebody 
that is already nationally recognized comes in and wants to record one song, yeah. it puts Conway back on the map. Mm-hmm. And shout out to Conway, Arkansas. I mean, it, it's a nice place to live as far as I'm concerned. I, you know, I was convinced to move all the way from Miami, Florida, to, to Florida Keys, really, Key Largo, to Conway because of how it's structured. And, and the, the library, the, which is where we're at, is no, no small uh, piece of that puzzle. Keisha Stevenson, let's dig a, dig a little deeper into you. Okay. Um, what you get? Yeah. Uh, you have a song, but I want you to brag on your daughter. You know, okay. she's, is that the, the one child? Is she an only no, child? No, I have two. You have two? I okay. Have Aubrey, so you I can brag on both of your kids. Okay. Go ahead. Well, Aubrey, that's my little dancer. She's she's two. Oh. She's bossy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she don't get that from me, though. Okay. Um, you got to say <laughs> <laughs> You got to look from Joey Fanstar. <laughs> she she gonna be the little dancer. She be picking up on choreograph and okay. Camille. She um she's very smart, yeah. um very artsy. Wants to be. She wants to write another book. Another another book. Mm-hmm. Uh, people take their whole lives to write one book. Well, she, and she wrote a book about what? Well, her first book was about bullying. Oh. And um. They like got her. She is a bully and she likes to bully well, people. Well, actually, she played a bully in the film in Indiana this summer. Oh, cool. Yeah. Wow. She was like, it's crazy. I guess I was, I'm writing about bullying, but I'm bullying. So she um, did that film and she did a couple of other films. Um, but she having fun. And we got an event today after this. So. Yeah, you said you have a family barbecue. No, and then we got before the family barbecue. We have to go do an event where um, it's at SRS. And they're awarding, I think the mayor's going to be, they're going to be awarding the mayor of Little Rock and some other people. What's SRS? Um, It's, I think it's called SRS Awards. What is that? Why am I first hearing about this now? Well, you get to go Google and you go look it up on Facebook. I'm going to share it with you. Uh-huh. That way you can have more information. Well, by the time people listen to this, most of the uh, it's going to be over. And uh, what, do you, what kind of award are you up for? Um, oh no, it's not for us. We're just going. We oh, got, okay. We're going. Um, she's going up there as a vendor. Oh, and, fantastic! But we'll be there. Fantastic! All right, Joey Fanstar, what's on the plate for today? Today is a rare occasion in which I'm not playing on a Saturday night, so I'm going to be selfish with my time and enjoy it. I might go out um, not too late. I do have church in the morning. I play bass for Conway First Baptist Church. I've Look been doing that for about coming up on a year now. It's it's really great. Uh, it's just been a very nice church family to become a part of and get to know people a little bit better over the year. and just very thankful to have that outlet. Joey Fanstar, family grow up pretty religious? No, no, I didn't get saved until April of 2018. Uh, but that's been a pretty major life change for me. And it's something that I'll continue to walk on that path for the rest of my life. I'm really excited about that. I so, imagine so. Yeah. That's something huge in your life to, to happen now, later yeah. in life. Yeah. And never a church-going fella going no. to I mean, I grew up Catholic, but now I'm American. You know, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I went to Catholic school when I was a very young man, but it, this is something that never got instilled in your family. Mm-mm. And no, how did you find this? I found it just on my own. I came to the cross broken and was invited to City Church uh, by a friend of mine, and that's where I met Blake Goodwin. Um, a few weeks after I started going there, and we just became really good friends and it just to me it was 
it was a divine moment in my life where things were one way and they changed and I owe that to Christ. So yeah. This is that city church that's downtown? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a Big Red X. Yeah, b- behind CBS, mm-hmm. I guess. Exactly where it is. I, I know Ryder. I've done some events there. They, they do a lot of charitable functions all the time. So, yeah. yeah, if you're looking for a place to go, check out the city church, yeah. right? City church is fantastic. They're very involved in, in community building and they're really involved on the college campus they have city college which you know houses college students and they have ministry there it's it's a fantastic group of folks and i got picked up by conway first baptist church i was uh playing an event that we have in conway every year we get a big christmas tree it's the lighting of the christmas tree it usually happens around thanksgiving or right after and i was playing in a group and the worship leader from Conway First, uh, his name's Craig Bowling, he saw me play and he offered me the position of bass player and I took it. Exciting, man. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it, it's nice to have the good fellowship. That's one of the things I miss. I don't get to go to church at, really at all. And it's not any fault of anybody else but my own. But I do. One of the things I missed when I was really deep in the faith was the fellowship. It's, yeah. it's people uh, that are good people that you can pretty much count on. It, it, you know, if something goes wrong, yeah. uh, that that hey, I'm going to lend a helping hand to you if something is amiss. You have a, a group that you could turn to, mm. and and yeah, the city church. Like I said, man, I've done a lot of charitable events there. That really, I was I was providing the music, but I was amazed. And how giving they, that they were, at least to the the parking lots or even to the inside. I've done some weddings inside. It's it's a nice place. Oh yeah. Yeah, Keisha Stevenson. How did you grow up spiritually, if if any? Well, we started off in the Baptist church, mm-hmm. um, listening to the music, the instruments, and then my grandmother she switched us over to a church of Christ. Uh-huh. So you know that's where the instruments stopped. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so now you know we're singing out, singing these hymns and. We grew up. We grew up very, 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 very much into the church. Yeah. So it's like kind of church quite every the Sunday kind of thing. Yes. Yeah. Yes, but it was great because if it wasn't from church, mm-hmm. um, I wouldn't be on the path I, I am now. Yeah, I mean that's one thing. It, it, you know, believe in the Bible or not, it's it's a good book of instructions mm-hmm. to live by. You know, very. I, I suppose, and and a lot of people, including myself, I have lost the faith. But I still think that Bible teachings are very good. Mm-hmm. They're, they're very important. If you don't have a book of instructions, pick it up exactly. and, and take a re- take a listen from uh, from them and and read all the uh, the, the words in red. I yeah. guess would be the the ones that that were attributed to Christ and, and such. So cool. All right, we got a little spiritual, and you still going to church and you taking mm-hmm. the kids? Yes, that's actually where my little girl got inspired to write her book. Oh, oh that's wonderful! Oh, that it was is a, great. a sermon called "You Have Something God Can Use." Mm. <sighs> she found her purpose early in life. That's very fortunate. Yeah, that's beautiful. That is beautiful. And oh, okay, so we talk about spiritual things and beyond. Now, tell me about the song itself. The beat was created by Riv. Riv. Just a one-name yeah. wonder, kind of like you, uh, Keisha. <laughs> and really, Fanstar, he went really Bon Jovi on, on his band name and just said, Fanstar. hey, why don't we go with Fanstar? That's right. <laughs> and, <laughs> I think there was a skit on SNL with Bon Jovi. 
and he was talking to Richie Sambor, the actual Ricky, Richie Sambor, Bon Jovi was on it, and he says, uh, hey, why don't we call it uh, Bon Jovi, or I want to call it Richie Sambor, oh, we'll try it Bon Jovi for the first five years and see what happens, <laughs> so did you have to go to your bandmates and say, let's try Fanstar for the first five years and see what happens? No, I was, uh, I mean, initially it was booked as Joey Fanstar, yeah. and that became like Joey Fanstar and Friends. Because we just kind of have a smorgasbord of players show up to some of our gigs and they can sit in. And the drummer and I are just like, why not just Fanstar? That okay. works. And what was the first gig that you played? TC's in Conway. Yes. TC's. You know what's funny? I had TC's in my head because that, on Sunday night, they had the Sunday night jam over That's there. And I had the pleasure of heading over there. Luke Williams, Big jo- uh, Shane Thornton, uh, Richard uh Washington, who was just on the podcast, Deshaun. Deshaun. Yeah, he. You know, they were all there, and I was like, "This is great! What a a, a way for for musicians to kind of work out with each other and you know try new things." Oh, I like the way his hands are finger yeah. position on that one, and I like the way he's drumming on there. Yeah, mm-hmm. Sharp Dunaway's there as mm-hmm. well. It really I, is the best place for networking uh, yeah. local musicians in, in Conway, even Central Arkansas. That's how I was able to get fans up and running. That's where I met the drummer. He got me on a gig with Josh Newcomb. We did a short tour in '17. Got back from that, started booking our own shows as fans. And that are. is where I met. Them, man, mission. and I finally seen them. I was like, oh, my gosh, I got to have them. Yeah, because <laughs> Sean, I knew I had him booked for Thursday to do the podcast at his house. And the Sunday before, I said, hey, you know, actually, it was the Thursday before. I said, uh, where are you going to be? And he says, oh, I'm going to be at TC's on, on Sunday. And I said, what time? Or 10. So I get there around 10 and. They're already working out up there, and then you know Deshaun rolls in a few minutes later, and this is great. It's a great way to spend your Sunday night supporting oh, yeah. local mm-hmm. musicians. I'm not even sure if, if there's any monetary for you guys up there. Or uh, the just hosts, for the, love. the hosts get a little bit um, just for their time. And TC's is just a great place to to vibe as a musician. They take good care of us. You know, they'll feed us. There's beer, all that stuff, and it's just a. It's become quite a community for me, quite a family. That I just I feel very comfortable, and very able to just be myself and be accepted there. It's a great bar, DC's Midtown Grill in Conway. Yeah, and for, uh, I was talking to another musician, a country musician out of Searcy, and she said that she played there when it was called the Grand Old Opry. <laughs> West or something like that. Wow. TC's has a lot of history. She played there. I, really? There was a Grand Ole Opry here? Uh, she goes, yeah, I think it's uh, TC's now. And I went, what? That's crazy. There's history in that room. Huh. And you're playing on the stage that probably these you know, people that are international were playing on. Yeah, it's a really good stage. There's really great sound in there. So what brought you to TC's, Keisha? Well, that's where he told me he was going to be playing that. So I was like, when okay. When was this? How long ago was this? Three uh, weeks, four yeah, weeks ago? Two, three, four weeks ago. Probably four weeks because I've been in my job so for a month. September. Oh, Early September. The first yeah, week. Yeah, the first September. week in September because we played the first and the last week. So started, we moved pretty quick with this song. So yes, it was like. You, did. <laughs> you just started a new job? Uh-huh. Is, I'm, in, I'm in property management. Oh. Property management. Over 450 okay. units right now. 
What? Did they give you a free uh, apartment? No. What? <laughs> that was always the advantage to me. When yeah. you, you go, I'm paying rent. I get yeah. asked that question a lot. Did you get a free one? No. Unfortunately, no. Or you even, might need to renegotiate. Yeah, or even a reduced price okay. apartment. Don't listen to them. <laughs> no, that's fantastic. Well, because I, 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 like the people that, that rent these um, storage units, mm-hmm. they get a, an apartment. A free apartment. Yeah. yeah I mean, that's got to be the advantage of that. Ooh, I, I, I worked at a radio station in Key Largo, and they gave me the apartment upstairs. I was like, yeah, oh, I'll do cool. it. The only downside of that is any emergencies. You know, yeah, oh, there's the a hurricane power. coming. <laughs> Guess what? <sighs> get on downstairs. Mm-hmm. Get to work. Yeah. <laughs> So all right, uh, so you man, you've only met four weeks ago, or so, yeah. And this fantastic song came about. What was the process of that? You coming together and creating this explosion and making a song. I mean, I know I'm I'm giving adjective to it, but this is just my my fantasy is that two creators come together two to create different something. Genres. Yeah. Now, Joey Fanstone, have you? Do you have any original songs that you've made? I'm working with uh, Fret Monkey right now on my solo album to be released in 2020. Got about 10 songs. Um, it's a nice mixture of a wide variety of styles. Uh, there's some hip hop involved. There's like some like old school 90s beats mixed with like more modern day sounding like guitar and bass guitar and. There's some EDM. There's what we've decided is going to be called surf western. Huh. Air quotes. I um, hear that. A lot of a lot of just different stuff, and it's about I would say like forty percent done. We've got about five of the tracks laid down, um, which still need to be like finalized, and then we still got five more tracks to really hammer out. It sounds like you don't limit yourself as an artist. That, no, that, he does oh, not. Oh, let's do to. country only. Let's do no, this he, only. No. Yeah, and I've talked to some artists that are exactly the same. And what it is, is the record labels want to limit you. You know, thinking about even yeah. Taylor Swift. But now the record labels are even catching on. I mean, you look at a hit like yeah. Old Town Road, and you look at a lot of these like genre-bending um, hits that are, are blurring the lines. Like, and I don't think that yes. in 50 years... It's all just going to be pop music. I think I think what we listen to today in terms of country, rock, it's all going to blend. It's just going to be pop and then some other form of electronic music will come will surface or there'll be a revival in more natural sounding instruments like the fingerstyle acoustic world or possibly um, a revitalization in string music or brass music, who knows. Yeah, I'm noticing you're wearing a shirt that says Finger. The Fingerstyle Collective Guitar Festival was a the first annual festival of its kind held at Petty Jean Mountain, and it was, without a doubt, an overwhelming success for everyone involved. We had 40 to 50 artists from all over the world, uh, China, Japan, Korea, India, Canada, Chile, uh, Colombia, just artists from all over America as well, Australia. And it was such a wonderful pairing, the nature and the beauty of the scenery at Camp Mitchell at Petty Jean. It's, anyone can go up there to check it out if they're on their way to Petty Jean State Park. And we were able to house all these musicians, put on a beautiful concert showcase um, where these performers would be playing in a cathedral, which was open. And then you have a backdrop over some cliffs. 
and the sun would set, you'd have this beautiful music. It would it would move people to tears, and it was it's something that's gonna, without a doubt, go down next year around the same time, September. Um, and I I have full confidence in five to ten years, this is gonna be one of the biggest festivals in Arkansas. Who put that together? Fret Monkey is the primary uh, brainchild. Of it, and then Candy Rat Records is the other fingerstyle record label. They're they're kind of, I guess, more known. They've been around longer. They have Andy McKee. He's kind of out of everyone, probably the most recognized in terms of like household names. Uh, he did a video on YouTube in like 2004. Um, they put it on the front page, and Prince saw it and put Andy McKee on tour with him. And that kind of sparked the whole thing. Once Candy Rat um, came into fruition, I th- I don't know that we would necessarily have a fret monkey without Candy Rat because Blake, on his journey and his path to when he won the Fingerstyle Guitar Championship in Canada, I know there's a lot of uh, Candy Rat artists involved with that, so it's just very inspiring. I'm so excited to know that this is happening yeah. in Arkansas, in Arkansas. In Moralton, the Moralton area, I guess, Petty yeah. Jean Mountain, if you're not familiar. And put that on the What Makes You Famous walking tour, get to <laughs> Petty Jean Mountain and get to this uh, festival. I'm so sad that I'm hearing about it now, but I noticed the logo has the, the fret monkey on the top and then yeah. maybe the rat. The candy on the rat on the bottom, yeah. And then it's kind of uh, maybe guitar frets, I suppose, is incorporated in there. If, if that's what I'm looking at visually, but fantastic people from all over the world mm-hmm. were at this festival. Yeah, and I didn't know about it, man. Yeah, it was killer. It truly was. I'm, I feel very lucky just because it was such an yeah. intimate uh, experience, and that there wasn't a lot of people there uh, for yeah. whatever reason. Um, but that's going to change. Uh, word definitely got out. But to be surrounded by such incredible talent, I don't say that lightly. These players that we had, like. Muriel Anderson, Don Ross, Artie King, Travis Bowman, uh, Matt Thomas, Geince Mukai. Like, they're just world-renowned. Like, in their parts of the world, best, without a doubt, in their country. And then just to have them all come together in one place and, and to vibe with one another. To watch, like, a player like Muriel Anderson and... Um, Sasha, don't remember his last name, but he's a very uh, world-renowned high-class heart player. To watch them just meet and play together for the first time, and then you could see the magic. And you see this happening while the leaves are falling down in the background. It it really was the best uh, pairing of two things, nature and fingerstyle guitar. Man, Joey Fanstar, I'm seeing you light up just talking about yeah, this festival. Yeah, right. And this has got to be a highlight, at least, yeah. of this year. This is a highlight of my life. Highlight sure. of your one life. One of them, yeah. It was a truly unforgettable experience. Yeah. Man. See, I'm, and, and I look forward to being a part of that next year, you know, just even as a spectator. And I know I probably could not offer much more than that, unless they need sound equipment. I could probably do that. <laughs> <laughs> so, and, and, and okay, so... Joey Fanstar, Fanstar, the current lineup, because you say it was a revolving cast of, mm. of uh, characters. Yeah. Uh, but is there a steady lineup now? Is yeah, it, we've it, got uh, Jim Perry on lead guitar, um, 
very fantastic, wild player. Um, kind of does things in his own style, which is very complimentary to the way I play because I do a lot of the same. And then my drummer is Tim Dickerson. He's so insanely talented. Um, he's just very able to play with anyone and anything. Like, there's nothing he can't really do um, in terms of, like, style or genre. And we're we're all capable enough and experienced enough that we don't rehearse. We just show up, and a lot of times we'll play songs we don't know. Like, yeah. uh, kind of vaguely familiar how that goes. Let me pull up the lyrics. Oh, you go back. Jack, yeah. do it again. I've never played it in my entire yeah, life. Yeah, I gotta play Kiss the Better. We'll quest it. Yeah, gonna play that one. Well, no, I'm, I'm likening you to uh, uh, Marty McFly going back to the future <laughs> and saying, hey, give me the changes and, <laughs> and tell, try to keep up. Try to keep That's up right. and that kind of thing. And here it's you are, you, you know, musicians that are well enough adversed in your craft that you're able to pick up things like that. So if Keisha jumps up on stage, oh, yeah. now you're. You're the vocalist? Mm-hmm. With a bass? We'll get back to that. I'm going to put a pin in that one. So, uh, Keisha, when you jump up on stage and you say, Fanstar, give me that, you know, do you, are you, do you feel qualified to tell them uh, what keys to be in? Oh, he done heard the song I want him to play now. So. Oh, he Because he was like, I, it's only three songs I don't know. So then I was like, oh, you know, Kiss the Better? He was like, no. It's one of the three. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get into the song that we're here to talk about anyway. We got the background. We we know where Joey Fanstar came from. We got a pretty good idea of where Keisha Stevenson came from and how you came together a month ago. Keisha, you went and visited with Joey Fanstar over at TC's Sunday Night Jam. What happened? Well, I saw him playing and I was like, I ain't got no signal to go Facebook Live. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> But when I seen him on stage, I was like, they are so dope. I was amazed. Okay. Because people was jumping in and on and off stage, and they're just steady playing away. And I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. It was amazing. Oh, yeah. You 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 used to see him. Drummer will say, oh, my hands hurt. No, the drummer drummer did not get up. He was throwing his stick in the crowd. People was throwing it back, and he catching it. What? Yes. That's fantastic. Do you remember what drummer that was? That's Tim Tim. Tim Davidson. Yes. Okay. Okay. Now, okay, Kishi, you, you say, Joey, I have this song. What happened? Um, yeah, I listened to the um, beat. We met up. We wrote the rest of it. Over um, at Fred Monkey. Yeah, he wrote his portion. We figured out a chorus. Then we went to Fred Monkey, recorded it straight through. Um, after that, it was like, video now. So yeah. it was when we heard the song. At first, he heard it, and he was like, oh, my God. And me, I was like, I don't know. But then when I heard it on through the radio, I was like, this song is a hit. So you had pre-produced it, pre-rehearsed it before you got to Fret Monkey. No, we did it in no. one hour. We, uh, and we got together in one quick session in my house. It probably didn't last more than an hour mm-hmm. to write everything. Mm-hmm. And then uh, a few hours at the studio about a week later. Yeah, because, you know, I'm thinking studio time can't be cheap, so you want to go in there mm-hmm. knowing what you want to do. And you had this all pre-planned. Even mm-hmm. if it only took an hour, you had it all pre-planned. No, so we you- didn't have anything. We didn't have the title to the song. We just went in there and basically just killed it. That was it. <laughs> all right. So tell me about the song. Tell, tell me about it. Um, well, on the daily. When did you write it? Um, Actually, a week before I hit up Joey. 
Okay. <laughs> hey, sometimes it's lightning in a bottle, you know, and, and that, that can happen and has happened many times. So it's nothing that you've been thinking about for your whole life. I just heard the verse. I just heard the beat and then wrote my verse. And then didn't have really no chorus, no other verse. And I was like, "Who? what will go great on this song? What's the song about? Well, basically, you got any idea? Because it kind of can go two different ways. <laughs> so I wrote... Get PG-13. I wrote my verse and the chorus is kind of based on her verse and from what I gather with her verse it, it seemed like it was definitely there was a love interest involved um, wasn't maybe like the most fortuitous of events it wasn't like oh we met and we're happily in love it seemed like there was more of a struggle more work mm-hmm. to be put in and you know, writing is, is a very strange practice for me in which um I'm either completely bone dry hmm. and I got nothing which was a big case was what was happening with this song is I'd listen to the beat I'd write down maybe two lines and have nothing um, or you're inspired by something and then I just just looking at her words I just was able to start writing and then once you have something that you can build on it just kind of starts flowing um, kind of like I guess cracks in a dam those first cracks are really hard to make but once the water starts coming through there's not much that's going to stop the dam from breaking so give me the first two lines that you wrote Keisha okay well it was more of like remember I was Keisha remember I used to hang out in the streets remember the day that you bumped into me I had a bad attitude and you timed at me Basically, you know, that love interest where you're like, okay, we have these problems, we have these arguments, but we always don't come back to each other. Mm. So it's kind of like a blue bounce on, like, love. And and is this something from personal experience? Do you feel like that's happened in your life? No, it's just that when I heard the instrumental, Hmm. I kind of read those words into the instrumental. Oh, so you heard the beats beforehand. Uh-huh. How did you get in touch with the Rev about these beats? Um, actually, I seen it on YouTube, and then I saw that didn't nobody purchase it. Ah. And I was like, so it was like a negotiation thing. So I, ne- I negotiated and got the beat for this, and he gave me the contract. Yeah, I know there's a lot of beat producers out there. Uh-huh. And I, I imagine kids in their bedrooms just all day long uh, working mm-hmm. Pro Tools or, or uh-huh. I don't know, what was the other one that, that I used to play with? Uh, uh, DJ beats or whatever it is. It's, it's just there's different tools that they oh, can yeah. use, and, and they're fruity loops. That's the one that I had, and you could just move things around yeah. in a certain way and get a beat. Now as a ooh, now as a live musician, what do you think about beat making and and making your own instrumentals? Nowadays they have programs like Ableton, which are designed to be used in live performance. So, which Garage Band? Um, it's basically like a very, very, very basic watered down version of Pro Tools. Like, okay. Pro Tools is, is Glenn Levitt and GarageBand's Heaven Hill for making so, demos. I'm guessing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it gets the job done for sure, but it's not. It's not going to give you like radio quality. Gotcha. Um, at least not, not that I'm aware of. Now, the name of the song is On the Daily. On the Daily. On is it something daily. I can play on terrestrial radio? Okay. It, definitely. No, no cursing or anything in there. I have a radio version. I sent you the radio version too. She's got a radio edit. Yeah. 
No, I know in, in in Jamaica in particular, their their version of the FCC, if it has to be edited, they're not playing it on the radio. Really? Mm, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, so it has to be clean from the beginning, you know. But uh, no, and that I don't want to limit an artist, but if they want airplay, you know, is is that a sellout? Maybe I don't know. Hey, people got to get paid, put a roof over their heads. True. And, and what kind of traction have you gotten from this song so far? It's only what a couple weeks old. Um. Yeah, well, when did we post it? Last week? Last week, I think, yeah. yeah. It's, it's and what's the release on that? Is it is it Spotify? Is it self-released? Are you, do you have promotion well, behind you? Well, we're going to be doing a video on October the 27th. Okay, that's a Sunday. And then, yes. And then after that, about a week later, it's going to be released. We just got to figure out what we're going to do. Okay. Now, self-release? Is that it? You're self-promoting it, and there's no nobody distributing any no. records of no. any kind. This is you trying to get yourself out there for the it's first Keisha time. Keisha pushing, Keisha pushing it all around. <laughs> I mean, yeah. if, if this song goes somewhere and makes it big, it's because she put the work in. Yeah, so you got the cool. eyes and ears of this humble uh, pr- uh, broadcaster and podcaster, of and course. you know I'm very happy to have you sitting in front of me. Well, if I wouldn't have had a dope Joey to go in on this project. Dope Joe. He's so dope. That's good. I mean, I'm glad that and you're buttering he, each he, other's biscuits. And no, yes, I know is. Joey's, he, he, Joey's he the man. He's like my love interest <laughs> in music. So good. Okay. But, okay, you have 10 original songs, Joey Fanstar, approximately. Yeah. That are, and how long have you been writing those 10? <sighs> Too long. Uh, um almost embarrassed to say they've, they've just been around and on the back burner some as old as like 2011 and um, I, I where I excel in improvisation in live performance I'm very much lacking as a studio musician mm-hmm. just simply from not having the tools the resources or the know-how in order to produce my own music so a lot of times it was just like I can write a guitar part, a bass part, and vocals, and that was all I had. So it took a, quite a long time to find someone who could produce my music because right. it, it definitely needed that. And Fred Monkey was perfect for it because you know they got me in and started working with me sometime last year, and we've just been able to work on it at a steady pace and not rush and that's been perfect it's allowed me and Blake to be very creative and to just make something that hopefully people like want to listen to Joey Fansler it's not that you've been slacking you've had a pretty good career as a cover band you know, yeah. or being parts of cover bands as well uh, since an early age since you got out of high school pretty much you just jumped into it into it full force mm-hmm. uh, even before uh, Ace is Wild did, had you done anything else before that? Um, sparingly just uh, mm-hmm. little things here and there like I had a band that did like progressive metal when I was younger and played like a little venue in town called Soundstage which is no longer there um yeah, I think it's a clothing store now. Yeah, downtown. yeah, something like that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I remember Soundstage. And, 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 oh. So, and yeah, you could have either chose to go to college or school of life. Mm. And you're following your passions. Joey Fanstar, very impressive. And all through your life, Keisha Stevenson, and 
right? Did I say that right? I guess. Yes, oh, okay. Yes. I, sometimes I'm unsure of myself. I try to try to say people's names a lot during the podcast, so that way it drills it into the listeners. Go find these people. Keisha Stevenson, uh, when you got out of high school, uh, you know, and you threw your clarinet by the side, and, and what did you do when you first got out into the real world? Well, I did college for a while while mm-hmm. working. Then next thing you know, I was in property management. Well, what you do in college? Well, I was going to school for nursing. Nursing, yeah. But I'm glad I didn't do it because now I like property management. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I was an EMT, firefighter for a long time. It was great. It was great. That, that's a good job. So kids, you know, if you want to. But pro- property management, is that, how do you fall into that? Um, basically, when I was younger, I visited um, this apartment complex and they was having a haunted house. And I was like, oh my God, I want to do this. When I get old, I want to be a property manager so I can do a house. Yeah. <laughs> and then, that actually ended up being the first apartment complex I ever worked at. Yeah. As an apartment dweller myself, I, I, I think I owned property back in 88 when I, I first got out of school. But ever since then, I've been renting. And if you have a good property manager, it's a wonderful thing, man. I'm trying to get the... the the roaches out of my apartment now and i've been putting paper everywhere and there's that's little ro- oh my goodness that that's a big <laughs> one so yes be a good pro whatever you do be a good one be a good property manager always heck yeah and uh and joey i know i've met you at different day jobs here and there it, and it's good to have a steady job yeah uh, the thing about the entertainment business the money can be good yeah. but the work's not steady Volatile. and Insurance. Yeah, oh yeah. You don't have health insurance. Yeah. You need to have some of that. So it's good to have maybe a little day job that provides some health insurance. You got one yeah. of those? Uh, well, I used to work at Office Diva for a long time. They yeah. provided uh, part-time benefits, which is really cool. But then um, Obamacare rolled through. They took away their part-time benefits. But I was still insured under that, so I was fine. Yeah, I mean, as long as health insurance is pretty important. And I know that's something that's been in the news quite a bit politically anyway is health insurance. Can we cover all our people? No, we can. I've talked to to Canadians, bro, bro, brother and sister. I have talked to Canadians. They get their insurance. Well, they've been on a single payer health care system for decades now. It's been just fine. The girl I talked to recently, Shimmer Johnson, she said she pays 200 bucks in and she gets their dental and her eye care as as well. You know, so, yeah, it can be done. All right. America, jump on board. (laughs) Jump on board. America. Now without my gun. (laughs) All right. Well, what's on the horizon uh, with uh, Keisha and Joey Fanstar? Are you joining the Are you joining the Fanstar? Uh, No, but I want to write some music to you. Special We'll definitely write some more music to you. They're doing some Mm -hmm. collaborating. Uh... Without a doubt, are you are you planning on playing live anywhere as no, as Joey Fanstar? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's more than welcome to come sit in a Fanstar show anytime she wants. And if you want to book a show, we'll come. We'll come play it for sure. How do the people book a show? First off, with Fanstar, uh, how do they with find Fanstar? You? you can find us on Facebook under Fanstar at F A N S T A R. Um, you can also reach me via email Fanstar eighty eight at Gmail. Um, you can reach out to any of the guys in the band for booking. Uh, Tim does a lot of uh, booking. I believe you can reach him at T Dickerson seven four seven at gmail dot com, and that's the official uh, booking email address. You, you need to come up with something a little bit more, a little bit like fan star booking yeah. at, at gmail, fan star at gmail or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. either way, we'll make it work. 
Keisha Stevenson, how do the people find you? On Facebook, on Keisha, that's K-I-S-H-A, or at Keish, K-E-E-S-H-0124. All right, all right. Anything else you want to tell the people? And what's coming up next? Stay uh, tuned uh, for yeah. Joey's album. And also, on the day that we'll be on his uh, any, any live performances <laughs> coming up for you? Oh, uh, I can't remember where I'm playing. I know I've got three shows next week, but the only one I'm 100% sure of when and where would be Midtown Billiards uh, in Little Rock. That's going to be at 2 in the morning. 2 in the morning? Yeah. Ooh. Wait a minute. What? Yeah. Technically, <laughs> Sunday morning. Uh, Saturday night, late, late Saturday night. That's what they do at Midtown. They have their bands two to four thirty in the morning. It's the late night venue, so I could see that. Close. And it's it's a lot of fun. Yeah, I closed up the Rab last night at two, and they said, yeah. "Hey, let's go to Little Rock." No, let's go you to know, Midtown. Some of them, yeah, some of them said Midtown. Go. Yeah, so that's something to do uh, after hours in the wee hours when you're not ready to stop rocking. Go see Fanstar next week, and uh, Keisha Stevenson. Pretty soon. We'll be seeing you out there. Mmm. Yeah. <laughs> Sooner I mean, than later. Well, that's something. I mean, do you want to be a, a touring band all over the world, or, or are you pretty comfortable right here in central Arkansas and maybe the states around it? Uh, I definitely want to travel the world play music. You, are you tied down with a no. <laughs> man, of, man of the world, yes. single man? The world at my fingertips. See, only thing stopping that's me that's is me. Yes, that's the way to do it. It's been a complete pleasure talking to you, Joey Fanstar, Keisha Stevenson. You guys get the last word. Keys Dan, y'all, be sure to follow uh, Radio What uh, and check out all of the awesome things he's involved in around the community and just like killing it ever since he's been here with you know weddings, events, karaoke, anything you guys need. I guess it's not. A, I guess it's not a shameless plug when, uh, when 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 you say it. I can cut. I can that last part out. No, no, uh, no. Really, it's it's all about you guys, and that's why I started this podcast to to build people up, and I'm building you up, uh, Joey Fanstar, Keisha Stevenson. Hopefully, you go far, far. I, I, I want to hear those ten songs. I, I want that that video to come out real soon, and it, it's going out. You're going to be recording it. On the 27th, the reason I knew it was a Sunday is I have a wedding on the 26th right here in Conway. So the 27th, where are you going to be filming? And, and do you have people auditioning to be back up or background or be a part of it? Well, um, Xanthia, she's been in charge of all of that. And she's a she's an amazing dancer. Mm-hmm. I say how to do Zan. Well, you got your babies to, to get involved with that dancing, too, as well. Oh, no. No, oh, no. Not. not this. Not for this song. No. Not this kind. Okay. Absolutely not. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely not. I, I hear little kids at, at uh, karaoke shows doing songs that are just a little bit too old for them. <laughs> now, I've been hurt before, and my broken yeah. heart was broken. Wait a minute. You're, you're seven. <laughs> I'm shaking like a salt shaker. Right. Whoa. Right. Stop. Yeah. <laughs> Hammer time. <laughs> and they're all city girls. They're all city girls in there right now. Okay. So you're living in Conway then? In Little Rock. Little Rock. Big city girl. Nice. And then, yeah, Joey's here in Conway. So find them. Find them online. All right. I definitely give you guys the last words. Joey, last words for the people. Um, go see Fanstar in a city near you in central Arkansas. Keisha, last words for the people. Stay tuned for Joey Fanstar because I see his potential. <laughs> And Keisha Stevenson.
there you have it, party people. Two creatives coming together to form one fantastic thing. Look for their song on the daily. It's Joey Fanstar, Keisha Stevenson. Uh, it comes from both of their minds, and they collaborate over at Fret Monkey. I'm kind of stoked about that. I didn't realize Fret Monkey was so big, uh, such a, a big outfit, and they have offices. Well, I guess internationally, I suppose. And uh, I'm, I'm happy that they're here in Conway, Arkansas. All it takes is is uh, one big giant thing to come out of Fret Monkey in Conway, Arkansas and it puts Conway, Arkansas even more on the map. I mean, according to me, it's only 30 minutes away from, from Little Rock. 30, mi- uh, 30 minutes north of Little Rock is Conway, Arkansas, and it's a college town. There's plenty to do, plenty to see here. You don't even have to go outside of Conway to get to anything. But there is that that interlink with Little Rock. It's just a, a mere jaunt on the I-40. Uh, 40 primarily runs east to west. And, and uh, between Little Rock and Conway, for some reason, it got diverted north. And it kind of runs along the same line as Route 66. So... It's a pretty good highway. I know that's a pretty, uh, pretty famous. And uh, ah, Joey Fanstar, it was good catching up with you, finding out what's going on in your life and what and how you know what beginnings. How did Joey Fanstar become Joey Fanstar? And Keisha Stevenson now going by just Keisha. You know, try to be the one name, only one name needed for this star. Fantastic. Good to meet you, and uh, you, you know you're you're not only producing things on your own; you're producing children that are producing things of their own as well. You got a little dancer, and you got a little writer right there. <laughs> That's fantastic, Joey Fanstar, Keisha Stevenson. Thank you so much for being on the What Makes You Famous program. If you'd like to tell your story, I encourage you to give me a call at five zero one four seven zero six three eight six. Or email info at radiowhat.com. That's it for me. It's Keys Dan, radiowhat.com, djlittlerock.com. Peace. I'm out of here. Radio What, the music you want with some great Great quotes. Those who flee temptation generally leave a forwarding address. Lane Olinghouse. The music you want. Radiowhat.com. Follow Keys Dan on Facebook and Twitter. Click on the links at the top of keysdan.com follow radio what on facebook and twitter click on the links at the top of radio the music you want is on <laughs>